Here you go, boys. Say, you both look like you got a furfy or two to tell. G'day, everybody, and welcome to Crackin' Furfies, the news commentary podcast where the boys and I crack some furfies over some cold ones. I'm your publican, Drew Agnew, and joining me along the bar are my good mates, Dan and Tom. Boys, how are we going today on the Easter weekend? My goodness gracious, it was nice to have four days off. But Dan, we'll start with you. How have you been going, my friend? Have you been, I don't know, licking poles, getting coronavirus, doing whatever you do in the city? I don't know. Seems like, you know... Licking, licking every <laughs> stoby pole I see, tongue kissing every stranger I see, and I still haven't got it, so I've come to the conclusion that I'm immune. Mm. I went. Uh, there's no real scientific backing behind that. It's just a hunch, but... <laughs> Clearly, I'm immune. Yeah, well, you're like, Ellie, you're like Ellie from The Last of Us. We've, you've got to do scientific uh, experiments on you so we can defeat this please, virus. You're the only answer. my brain out. I need my brain. Yeah, well. I'm sorry, Dan. Yeah, we need it more, mate. <laughs> we need it more. <laughs> I went to um, the Beachport Markets on the weekend and it was just full of people. I was like, I felt a bit... Bit insecure, a bit, uh, you know, a bit nervous about about things. Been around that many people, so mm. you don't imagine what it's like for Dan every day, just hustle and bustle down Rundle Mall to get his um, pair of jocks and Target. You know, just the <laughs> just the daily just sort of drive. Just a pair of jocks every single day. Yeah, just you buy it's one pair of trading underwear. Of <laughs> <laughs> can't can't wash them. Better go buy a new pair. Yeah, no, absolutely. Right. That, that, I've got a pair of jocks which which are that stretched and they're just. They're, they're elastic's buggered, but my God, I'm not wasting them. They still cover my bum. It's all good. <laughs> Mate, if the threads are still there, they're good to wear. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. And uh, everyone, that is uh, Tom. Tom, how have you been going? I've been good, mate. Um, it's been a busy couple of days because we've been shifting house. But other than that, it's it's been a bloody a bloody good weekend awesome i don't mind having four days off the kids enjoyed all the easter celebrations with uh chocolate and all that oh oh, mate they have been loving it they're they're off with their mum in uh i don't know somewhere over in victoria at the moment so a little bit sorely missed here at the household but no doubt when they get back they'll get showered in chocolate from us as well so why not yeah that's uh, the be loving life that's awesome. So you got a nice quiet household at the moment, for better or for worse. You're like, oh, it's kind of nice for yeah. like a couple of hours, but it gets a bit, hmm, Mr. Kids. That's right. You're like, and then you you're just like, no, I work on them. your furfies. <laughs> 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 no, I do. Trust me, it's it's mad when they go on. It's too quiet. I was at, too I, much peace. You know I, that feeling? Yeah, yeah. I was uh, home alone the it's other day. Quite, and it's just it's too like, quiet. Like sitting in bed, I'm like, this is weird. <laughs> Just like yeah. using the time where it's nice and quiet, but it's uh yeah. It's- can't 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 say I relate too much to that uh, when I compared to living alone, like I do compared to the two young dads in the chat. <laughs> young dads oh, in the chat. Bloody Dan walks in and he's like, "It's too quiet here," and then he just sits <laughs> down. And he's like, "Much better." <laughs> yeah, no, he just rustles a, a shopping bag just just to get some noise in the place. He's like, oh. I just bump just bump my kitchen table repeatedly. Mm. I like to imagine that he's got a bag attached to a piece of string. So when he's lonely, he just rustles it, and he's like, ah, and then he goes back to what he's doing. Is this true, Dan? Can we confirm? 
Unfortunately, it's not within reaching distance right now, but I can confirm that Russell the rustling bag is a, a confirmed story. <laughs> wow. Home Alone Dan. He's, he's like the, the star. He's rigged up traps all over his apartment or his house. Loving it. What do you count your place as, Dan? It's like it's like a it's like half a house. What do you call it? Is it an it's apartment? Like a flat. It's a flat like a oh, unit. There you go. Just revolutionary. Was it a studio? You call it a studio. That's cool, Dan. Studio apartment, except it's not an apartment building. So it's just a studio. It's where the magic happens. <laughs> Come back to just Dan's place. And, yeah, all the bunker. Where he spits some straight fire. He's got some bars. We heard where I spit a, my furfies. A few weeks ago, he was spitting some straight fire over the out- outtakes. <laughs> uh, speaking of furfies, boys, like what are we doing again this evening? <laughs> what are we drinking today, guys? We actually got some drinks uh, this uh, this nice weekend. Um, I'm on the the Kraken, uh, and I'm, I'm not cracking furfies. I'm just ooh, cracking, 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 and cola, cracking, cracking. Enjoy it in the nice stubby. I don't know if I need it. Um, we've like you know working that tomorrow. You know, the caffeine in it, but. Here we are. True. Influenced by we are. you bad boys. You only you only live once, Drew. Drink that Kraken. It's true. YOLO, oh, yeah. as the kids say. Don't know. The kids- What's your preferred mixer? Are you are you a Kraken and Cola or a Kraken and Dry guy? I'll probably say Kraken and Cola, yeah. I, I quite like the Cola. A little bit too much. Might have one mm-hmm. a couple of times too often during the week. But it is what it is. Hello. Mm, mm. It is. Diabetes will I, find I, me I'm soon. I'm very partial. Very mm. partial to the Kraken and Dry. Yeah, I don't mind a chuck bit a, dry. Chuck a bit of lime Some in there. Oh, <sighs> Yeah, delicious, delicious. Chef kiss. Definitely about it, but I definitely prefer the Coke. But um, when I was working at the That's pub, fair. everyone was ev- the Coke. everyone was just all about the Dry, and I was pretty much the only cola guy. So mm. I was outnumbered there, and it made me feel... Um, Feel a bit nervous, boys. Actually, you know, just being around people with different mindsets—scary, scary stuff. Uh, I don't, don't, don't know if I can <laughs> I can do that too often. You I'm know? on a bit of Sailor Jerry's dry with a splash of lime. Mm-hmm. Ooh, that sounds shabby. Sounds delicious. But yeah, there's, there's no pack mentality about sticking out, being the only cola guy. You feel surrounded. Mm, yeah, no, it's no good. <laughs> Com- you must conform dangerous waters. To us. <laughs> yeah, be a sheep. <laughs> you uh, work with I... sheep now. Become a sheep. <laughs> no, I am on the the full strength Great Northerns because if you're going to do something, you may as well do it right. Wait, so so you're drinking water then? But they're full strength, delicious man. water, Dan. <laughs> delicious water, That's delicious right. fizzy yeasty delicious, water, delicious caramel coloured, uh, very similar to the tap water in Millicent coloured water. <laughs> Dan's just um, <laughs> disappointed that it's not salt and vinegar. Flavoured or whatever his yeah. pale ales that he uh, gets from the bottle. Uh, so his, um, his, his golden golden gay time IPAs. <laughs> yeah, you, jo- you jest, but those are actually a thing. I know, I know, I know they're a thing. <laughs> You've had some. Um, I haven't of- been to the bottle shop in a while, so I am drinking the pink lemonade sours still. Ooh, nice. I'm here for that. He likes a nice flamingo on his can, doesn't he? Mm-hmm. This damn boy. He's the can says. Flamingo. He's a budding ornithologist. Why? Because <laughs> they don't G-A-F. They're out there <laughs> flamingoing all day, every day, whether you like it or not. Be a flamingo, you beautiful creature, you. I love how Dan always has like these beautiful like poetic things written on the back of his beers. Mine's like, is beer. <laughs> yeah, my, mine, I don't know if mine says anything. Um, 
No, it's got the ingredients and whatever. Release is sick kraken. Release the kraken. <laughs> Contains uh, water, um, other rum-related ingredients. What about you, Sugar. Drew? How how was your um how was your first Easter with a with a with a little man? It was good. Went to our parents' place and uh, put out Easter eggs and. Uh, Lucas went around running after them, even though he's only a couple of you know a couple of weeks old, ten weeks old at this point. No, I didn't really. Um, I, I was hoping the grandparents were just going to load him up with eggs, and I was going to eat them. Uh, not so much yeah, the case. Yeah. He, he got clothes and the things that he could actually use, which was disappointing. I got to admit, boys. <laughs> I mean, come on, Bill. You, come on, Karen. You you <laughs> find the man you hit the sweet spot where like people are like, are they old enough to have chocolate? And they give you some, and you're just like, they're not going to remember this. This is now my chocolate. You know? <laughs> this is my reserve stores. They're not conscious enough to understand that this is for them. Mm. Your chocolate? My chocolate. Yeah. My chocolate. Yeah, now, he, he's like he's like the Russia. He's like our chocolate. <laughs> um, I might just have to take a bit of a pee break here, boys. Uh, uh, my baby's crying apparently. I've got to go and ease him to sleep. Um, so That's I'll, okay. I'll, I'll be back in Lucas. a jiffy, boys. We condone parenting at the bar. <laughs> We're a family-friendly bar yeah, boys. Don't you worry about that. All right, I'll see you in a bit. Bloody get back under the bar stool and stop crying. <laughs> Just- oh, well, what's, um, what's on the cards for you then, Dan? What, um, what do you got coming up? What's on the horizon? Well, I've got a very quiet work of week of work coming up with half the office away on holidays between... Four days off for Easter and then another long weekend next weekend for Anzac Day. So, going to be spinning on my chair in the office for a, a lot. Spinning on the a, chair, twiddling the thumbs. Was twiddling the thumbs. Might, might even make a cheeky house of cards. Find some way to Ooh. pass four days four days away. Was it last week or the week before you were mentioning that, um, you know, the, the future of your area was a, a little bit uncertain? Is it still looking that way or is it kind of the sun come out and everything's looking a bit better? It's still slightly uncertain. Um, they, I'll take slightly over definitely any day. They've said they they said in a staff meeting that they renounced that information as part of a stock releasing strategy. Given I am not a stock bro, I don't particularly understand. But mm-hmm. they said highly unlikely. They just had to release that for freedom inf- information. Uh huh. Uh huh. And I've got, but I've still got three months to. Work out what direction to go. What about you? How's how's the next week looking? To you, I mean, it's 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 good uh, at the moment. I'm doing a lot of uh, online data processing for one of the companies that we work for. We just we get a drone to fly out over all these uh, big pine plantations, and it takes a whole buttload of photos. And then I it sit behind a computer and. Yeah, pretty much. I just have to go. That's alive. That's alive. That's alive. That's dead. That's maybe not so good. And that's that's what I'm doing tomorrow. And the rest of the week, I'll be doing walking. It'll be like a Lord of the Rings film. I'll be like Frodo, walk, have walk, you... walk, walk, walk. Tree, a little bit more walking. Have you... So, are you familiar with Tom Cardi at all? Oh boy, am I ever! I'm not even halfway walk, through. Walk, 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 walk. Fuck off! They keep walking. Walk, walk, walk. Ah, it's a walk Elves for the first time. <laughs> yeah, it's a good track. How's your oh. week looking, Drew? Now that you've returned from parenting at the bar, 
you sl- slid Lucas under the pool table to get some sleep. Mm, he just won't stay there. <laughs> he keeps on uh, drifting off to the urinal. And uh... <laughs> <laughs> hey, no. when a boy's hungry, he's got to search out some cakes. Doesn't does. matter where they are. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's been good. It's been a really good weekend. Just uh, like I said earlier, went to the the Beachport markets full of people and that, and bought some bought some food, um, donuts. Uh, Oh, just just a bunch of stuff. I absolutely love the the fresh Lions donuts. They're like the best. Just uh, piping hot, full of cinnamon, delicious. Um, oh, and today it's such a dangerous treat. Oh yeah, it is because it's so delicious. But it's like, am I going to burn my tongue here? Don't know. I fill up on them pretty easy, so I can I can stop. But yeah, I get pretty full on them. But um, today I uh, I bought a a gaming PC, which I'm. Excited about? Oh damn! Ooh, that's Just a minor purchase. Yeah, so I bought that like literally not long before we started. Like I was specking it out and stuff, and rang Bryce who um, helped walk me through some of the the pieces and all of that that I need included. Because uh, what I really want to do Bryce? is I'm going to get a like a racing wheel and like get into like sim Ooh. races and stuff, which is going to be a uh, it's going to be fun. <laughs> Spe- that's, speaking that's of, be a time. speaking of. I've just picked up Gran Turismo. Yeah, so, so now no, thanks for the good segue there, Drew. No worries. I have heard that it is fantastic. It's like harkens back to like Gran Turismo three, where you have to like race and beat people to get your money and buy your cars. But I mean, they've added in microtransactions to help yeah, buy stuff. The, the drive, it's... the driving is very good. I wish there was a yeah. career mode, mm-hmm. but it is very microtransactiony. There is like a career yeah, mode where yeah. you're going through it. Yeah, the, the menu books, it's not quite the same. That's just go and win this race rather than work your way up through the Grand Prix to win this, blah, blah, blah. That's right. Yeah, true. Yeah, but it is like a bit of a start single by, player thing to do. Yeah, start by driving the Herbie the Love Bug and then go into F1. <laughs> kind of is, actually. You start off with uh, some little buggies and stuff to go through. <laughs> Let's bloody get a whole bunch of us to drive a whole heap of Toyota Yaris's and then we're going to end up in the F1s about two months' time. Look out, Shoemaker, I'm coming for you. Because <laughs> you, you do start off with, like, some really, like, just basic cars where, like, I'm like, Chantel, like, I think you literally have this car. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if I need to be playing <laughs> this in the game, but you do build up to some pretty cool stuff. And I really like the um, um that sort of music mode, Dan, where it's where you're trying to basically beat your time. Oh, the music rally. Yeah, yeah. I think that's pretty Ooh, fun. Oh, yeah. I didn't mind that. Um, So, speaking of getting the cars, um, I... So I picked it up maybe Tuesday, Wednesday, um, and then I got a gift from the from Polyphony in the form of a million credits for their servers being down, despite having not been affected by it whatsoever. Oh damn! So that uh, getting a million credit free credits straight off the bat is kind of a little bit game breaking. But <laughs> what did you call the developers? Do you call them Polyphony? Yeah, it's Polyphony. It's Polyphony. P O L Y P H O N Y. Polyphony. It's, poly- it's polyphony. Well, I, I'm staying well out of this because I'm renowned <laughs> poly- for pronouncing things wrong. <laughs> oh, well, I, yeah, I can't be- talk about pronunciation, but I know it's not polyphony. <laughs> <laughs> Look, it's in the ear of the beholder, all right? Yeah, oh, yeah, fair enough. <laughs> so, are you enjoying it, Dan? Because I've never really known you to be I'm into um, like, sim races. I downloaded it. So, I downloaded it. So, I've got it just on the PlayStation and jump in and out for like 20 minutes at a time, which is good. Mm um, helps it stay fresh. Did say I yeah. did w- did wish there was a bit more of an engaging. Oh, hello. Uh oh, 
Podfather. Uh-oh. Oh, what have you done? Drew's been abducted. If you're still there, listener, which I'm not sure if you are or not, Drew has descended into the void. He's, he's gone into Avernus. Can we hear Drew, him? Drew, can you hear you? us? Yes. Yes, I can, boys. Oh. <laughs> We're playing bloody Marco Polo over the internet here. <laughs> Marco. Oh. Polo. Yeah, I don't know. Um, you guys can hear me. What's going on here? I've turned to a bit of a ghost, yeah, that my boys. This is, um, I think it may have been triggered by me holding up three microphones to my face. I think but I should have out another cable. Your oh. screen has just gone black. And yep. Zencaster has given up the ghost. I was looking at you holding up two microphones. I'm like, what's going on there? Are you re- I just, old Tommy three I'll, microphones here? I want to feel like one of those press meetings <laughs> <laughs> where everyone's got a mic jammed in my face. So, so Tom, what is your opinion on the state of politics today? Yes. <laughs> Next question. <laughs> um, like absolutely. Are we actually still recording? Yeah, we're still recording, Dan. We're always right, still recording content I've, for the listeners here. I've always got, I've always recording. got backups. I've always got, I've got two backups going on top of what you guys can see. So don't you worry Man's about got that. Backups and backups and backups. Mm. Nah, it's just you it's, don't, you don't worry about about the Podfather. He's got contingencies upon contingencies. That's right. And I've also got backups because you guys can just uh, re-say everything that you've been saying. That's right. And someone's got to go through and... upload the quarter of an episode that I get. (laughs) Someone's got to go through and type out all these texts of all the words we've done so that the people who are deaf that are listening to our podcast know what we're saying. Mm. Well, they could they could uh, transcripts, so you can transcript the whole episode and put it up. A lot of people do actually, because if you're a little bit hearing impaired, you can sort of read along to it and like just clarify what people are saying. That's a big brain play mm. right there. Mm. So, so, big so, brain move. Yeah, it's also good for SO. Oh, what's it called again? Search uh, engine optimization, where you know, every Ooh. every single little topic you like touch on, Google can sort of. Uh, you know, understand Wild what's in the podcast. Yeah, I just want to go on the record here and say I haven't touched on any topics at all. Um, my lawyers have told me that I shouldn't touch on any topics, young or old, doesn't matter, mm-hmm. you know, what they look like, male or female, just don't touch on anything at all. Well, that's, so, that's good because I've never had that talk, so. Well, I'll get my people to talk to your people. and Please. You know, I need that. We'll, uh, get it sorted. We'll just loop back on that. We'll circle back around. <laughs> I'll get my kids to talk to your kids. Oh. <laughs> Give or take a few years. I have an important meeting on the playground. That's right. <laughs> Cookies for all. Oh. Yeah. Boys, let's, uh, let's move into some furfies before I literally fall off the edge of the earth. Yeah, how's that sound? <laughs> I think, it's uh, too late for that. Um, it's a good <laughs> but anyway. I'm just a nice black screen to you, boys. All right. Who wants to go first? I reckon, Daniel, you're looking moist. Ooh. I I can go go first. All right, let's hear um, them. Story number one: Surgeon in Austria who amputated the wrong leg says her actions were due to human error. Whoops. <laughs> Story number two: Hospital worker who used dead patient's bank card twenty minutes after she died avoids jail. And oh, I see Story the theme number here. three: They're all horrible. Irish man hospitalized with severe case of the hiccups. <gasps> He's back. He's back. 
He's returned. He's returned from his great journey. Hello, boy. Return of the king. Is me. Drew. <laughs> All right. Okay. Lay, lay, lay some more of these uh, info bites on us, please, Mr. Dan. Story number one. An Austrian court has fined a surgeon for amputating the wrong leg of an elderly patient. Oh, that's fucked. The surgeon had marked the wrong leg of the 82-year-old patient for amputation ahead of the operation in May in the central town of Freestadt, only noticing the mistake two days after carrying out the surgery. <laughs> While the 43-year-old defendant told the court her actions were due to human error, the judge found her guilty of gross negligence and fined her 2,700 euros, about 4,300 Australian, with half the amount suspended, a, sp- a spokesperson for the tribunal in the northern city of Linz said. The court awarded $7,900 in damages plus interest to the widow of the patient who died before the case came to court. The surgeon said there had been a flaw in the chain of command of the operating theatre. She has since moved to the- another clinic and can appeal the judgment. The management of the institution involved said in a statement that the causes and circumstances of this medical error have been analysed in detail Internal procedures discussed with the team and training had been provided. Story number two. Aisha Basharat was caught buying several snacks from a hospital vending machine using a dead patient's bank card. She used a dead patient's bank to buy crisps, sweets and fizzy drinks just minutes after she had passed away and has avoided jail. Healthcare assistant Aisha Basharat, 23, took the 83-year-old woman's card after she died in Birmingham's Heartlands Hospital on 24th of January. Basharat, who was working on a COVID ward at the time, then helped herself to several snacks from a hospital vending machine. The doctor recorded the patient's death at 1.56pm, and Basharat was captured on camera just 17 minutes later, making six $1 contactless purchases. She later made a $1 purchase that evening and tried again twice, and she next returned to work four days later on the 28th of January. But by the time the card had been cancelled and police had arrested her during her shift, while she was still in possession of the victim's card, Basharat of Farm Road, Springbrook, Birmingham, initially claimed she found it on the floor and got it muddled up with her own card while paying. But a court had heard how the bank cards were different colours and Basharat's had ignored hospital protocol around patient lost property. She then went on to admit theft and fraud by false representation at Birmingham Crown Court Wednesday. She avoided jail after being suspended Sentenced to five months in prison, suspended for 18 months. Detective Constable Andrew Snowden of West Midlands Police said that this was an abhorrent breach of trust and distressing for the victim's family. Mm. How dare she spend that $7? Imagine yeah. going to jail over $7. Yeah, some very small amounts of money. Like, obviously, a little bit nervous to be a big spender. No going to Harvey Norman and cashing in on a nice uh, plasma TV. 2022. <laughs> Bloody hell, what do you mean I need to pin? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, and I mean, story I, number I, three. I could have believed that story if she's like taking the card to go get snacks for the patient, mm. not knowing that she had died in the interim. Oh, well, but, well Jesus. You know, <laughs> it's like a good friend. He's like, oh my God, she's dead. Now I'm going to jail because of all. Misunderstanding. Yeah, oh, I just, she just, I just wanted, wanted some salt and vinegar chips. <laughs> <laughs> and story Sorry, number three. Doctors and nurses are used to some pretty strange sights, but a patient at Galway's University Hospital 
has had to deal with a particularly noisy medical episode recently. Ardle Hanley, 37, of Barnacranny, was admitted to hospital on the 5th of March with a severe and ongoing case of Singultus, or as we know it, the hiccups. Mr. Hanley had been hiccuping continuously for a fortnight and eventually presented himself to the hospital's ER department after a visit to his GP couldn't diagnose the reason for his ordeal. University hospital doctors hadn't seen anything like it. Dr. Ashling Fields said that while the case was very amusing for onlookers, it was anything but for Mr. Hanley. Mr. Hanley has been through a great deal and hasn't slept much due to the constant hiccuping, said Dr. Fields. He is exhausted, and while some people might find it amusing, it's a serious issue that we need to rectify. Since his admittance, he has been given a private bed to allow other patients to get some rest through his constant hiccuping. Doctors eventually diagnosed Mr. Hanley with damage to his vagus and phrenic nerves connected to his diaphragm, leading to the hiccups. Once the cause was identified, it was a simple procedure to fix Mr. Hanley's diaphragm, and he is on the mend. Doctors expect he will be discharged within the week. All right. Um, I know which one I'm leaning towards, not for any particular reason, but I just it sounds so so tragic that I'm like, oh, Jesus Christ, that is awful. And that says... You're thinking two? I'm thinking story number one with the amputation on the wrong leg. That is a... That's like a happy tree friends episode. <laughs> Very, that, there's a show I haven't watched in a while. Yeah, that there, stuck there out show, to me it? because I'm like, I don't. I think she would be fined a lot more for not only amputating the wrong leg, I would but, hope so. Yeah. Um, the the patient dying post op, you know. Definitely, yeah, yeah. That's lost. that's getting me, but I also don't know much about European like facilities and things like that. Yeah, no. If it was American, that lady would have been killed. She would have been stoned in the street. Like, that's <laughs> it. The Catch you the later. Both. <laughs> <laughs> Wrong leg cut off. Oh, we got to kill her. <laughs> <laughs> just to raise this from history, the CIA come in and just like redact everything in the file. Everyone's dead. Just wet work the whole thing. <laughs> um, I don't know. I think... Because there's been stories of people hiccuping for years. <laughs> I think number three is sketchy. Okay. And what, what's your reason? I don't think they would operate. I don't think they would operate for hiccups. Yeah. And I think. What's the operation? Dan, good has done, Dan has done some sneaky research to find out what triggers hiccups. I reckon the, the nerves that he's pinpointed there <laughs> might be like things that are related to it. Mm. I just, something's giving me number three vibes. All right. That's just a personal feeling. So I'm locking in three. Are you sticking with one? I'll stick with one, yeah. All right. How are we going, Dan? Tom has cracked it. Those. Delicious. Those are the specific nerves that also actually, when irritated, cause hiccups. And syngultus is the actual medical term for hiccups. But unfortunately, Ardle Hanley does not exist. <laughs> I, I, I don't know what it was, but I, from memory, I've heard lots of stories, but like uh, Guinness World Book of Records, how people have hiccups for years and years and years. I don't think anyone has ever operated on it for that reason. People just go through life having to deal with it. That's nuts. I couldn't that even was, imagine that. That was my reasoning behind it. Mm. 
like, yeah, sometimes Lucas, he gets hiccups and he doesn't get rid of them, but I don't know. I hope he gets rid of them before he's 22. <laughs> well, you better send him to Galway's University Hospital then. That's right. Just get international doctor. flight and you can give a medical them, procedure for hiccups. You can uh, vouch for their word. That's right. They're okay. legit. Oh, all right. <laughs> they had a 4.4 star rating on Google Maps. <laughs> oh, I better go there. Not so good on Yelp, though. Not so good on Yelp. <laughs> nah. Awful food. <laughs> one of one of the other doctors amputated the wrong leg. <laughs> good makes and a good the, roast. The nurse just, I saw some nurse just stealing a dead patient's bank card. It was just yeah. So it's a rough hospital to be a part of. So yeah, that that leg was really taken off, eh? That's uh, that leg was really stolen. It's mm. no good. Damn, that's and that's they rough. Didn't notice for two weeks. That's that's so sketchy. I feel I, if if the surgeon in charge of that operation, uh, you know, if if what her statement was true, saying that the chain of command was faulty and they were like, no, this is the leg you need to cut off, blah, 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 blah. I feel really bad for her having to follow orders knowing it was wrong. Yeah, that's a good point. You're like, ah, it's wrong. So, no, 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 this is what it is. All right, we'll just... Just really ruining this woman, all right. <laughs> Why is this leg black and sprouting hairs then? <laughs> Just like uh, a yeah, no, that, that means it's good. You've got to keep that one at this age. <laughs> That's rare. <laughs> She's a shiny. <laughs> <laughs> you know, wow, you could really go down some different paths uh, calling people shinies, couldn't you? But- Oh, wow. Yeah, you could. Moving right <laughs> along then. No, it's all right. Dan, Dan was just naive to what he was saying. It's all right, guys. <laughs> Don't cancel him. All right, Tom. I reckon uh, All right. since he's so I'm confident, up, yeah, I'm going to bury my, my furfies towards the end of the show. You know, people might stop listening by the time they get to mine, hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> uh, never mind. <laughs> um, okay. Are you ready for this? I think we are. You'll be able to pick up on the theme very, very quickly. Uh, first up is Ryan Reynolds gives gifts Rob McEnulty commemorative Wrexham urinal for his birthday. <laughs> Story number two is Deadpool 3 in limbo as House of Mouse disputes language and content themes. All right. Yeah, or, they, they own Deadpool now, don't they, since the Fox acquisition. That's weird. Ryan Reynolds creates skit about airplane safety as British Airways begins offering aviation gin on flights. Right, all right. Ryan, Ryan Reynolds is the theme, and this is this is kind of this is kind of timely because uh, <laughs> the other day we we're watching uh, the Hitman's Bodyguard. It just came up on TV, uh, yes. and the conversation came up like, "Well, is Ryan Ryan Reynolds hot?" And everyone's like, "Yes, yeah, no shit, he's hot," and um. Uh, just it was like one of, one of the girls. She's like, "No, he's not that hot." We're like, you serious? So <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, don't don't know what the fucking planet you're on. I think Ryan Reynolds she's is more is of a Danny DeVito fan. That yeah, one, yeah. Well, look, we, we can all we can all get amongst that hairline too. But like Ryan Reynolds, what a what a spect- spectacular looking man. Just, I but, mean, in defense, was no, she blind? I think she was a bit actually. Yeah, there you go. That, yeah. That's all I'm saying. He's what, a handsome dude. Where do you guys sit? Would Ryan Reynolds uh, turn you turn you gay? Would, would he? I mean, I'm straight, but he's a handsome fella. 
Mm, all right, so he wouldn't turn. He's, a, he's a handsome man, but I am also straight. So, mm. oh, okay, getting a bit defensive here, boys. I, I, mean, I, I know where you're coming from. Yeah, you know, just keep it a secret. Twenty bucks it's is twenty bucks. You know, <laughs> twenty bucks is twenty bucks. Oh, That's all I'm saying. He's paying you twenty bucks. Well, well, I hope so. <laughs> I, per- no, I have to pay him twenty to give him a hand job. <laughs> <laughs> yes, personally, I'm thirty bucks. I'm a bit more expensive, but um, it'll be hey, worth you're it. Up, you're up market. Yeah, yeah. You got to pay for, for that premium. posh clientele. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You know, a bit of a, a lighter grip, but at the same time, a lot firmer. <laughs> anyway, let's you try pay and- for what you get. That's all I can say. <laughs> I don't know about that. Right. All right. Let's would try you, and guess like what some talks. extra details. Uh yeah, be better. Be better. Just all give right. us all those Ryan Reynolds details. Where does that snow right. trail go? Ooh, it's all the way down. Oh, just down to the foot. <laughs> 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 down to the big toe. Just over the ankle. <laughs> all right. Just down, down to the little toe. Ooh. Hollywood star and the co-owner of Wrexham FC, Ryan Reynolds, has gifted a commemorative urinal to Rob McEnulhy at the club stadium. So for those playing at home, Rob McEnulhy is also a an actor and star of uh, It's Always Sunny Always in Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Um, continuing, uh, he cut a small red ribbon revealing a gold plaque with McEnulhy's face on it and popped a bottle of Budley. Alongside his face, the plaque was inscribed with his name and birth date and has been placed above a urinal in the bathroom block at the race course ground. That's all the information I'm willing to give you. All right. So essentially, it was his birthday. They both own a soccer club. Uh, he's filmed a little skit of himself popping a bottle of champagne and revealing rather funnily there's a little plaque over a urinal with his face and name on it, essentially. They both co-own uh, Wrexham FC. All right, going on. Uh, for the title, uh, Deadpool 3 and Limbo is House of Mouse Disputes Language and Content Themes. Tension is, uh, tensions are high at the Marvel headquarters as writer, producer, and star of the Deadpool frequel, Ryan Reynolds, fights the overseers of Disney. Reynolds commented, working with Marvel slash Feig has been amazing. And the almond lattes here are just heavenly. But boy, oh boy, Daddy Disney does not like my potty mouth. Issues have been raised about the nature of the films and Disney's stance as a family-friendly company. The company has recently come under fire after its release of the film Turning Red and its touchy subtext. I'm not sure if you guys have seen it or heard about it, but it's like a female coming-of-age story. So, you know, there's lots of adult themes woven through that. Yeah. Um, the upcoming third installment of the cult comic favorite Deadpool series has stalled filming and is yet to receive a release date as of yet. And that's all I'm going to give you from there. Mm-hmm. All right. Ryan Reynolds creates skit about airways airplane safety as British Airways begins offering aviation gin on flights. Ryan Reynolds has created a spoof about plane travel in honor of his company, Aviation American Gin's newest partnership with British Airways. The actor, 45, made a few jokes about airplane safety in a recent video posted on his, uh, posted on his YouTube channel. To announce that British Airways travellers will now be offered Aviation American Gin on flights, 
Reynolds' skit began with him demonstrating the safety features of British Airways aircrafts. Exits here, here, and here, and taste coming down the airline. <laughs> and that's all I have for you guys for that one. All right. Well, that was a fantastic safety demonstration at the very least. Here, here, and here. I love visual gags on an audio format. It just, you know, it just gets me. Well, it really tickles my funny bone. For the imaginative, they would have uh, they would have worked it out. Yeah, that's right. My first thought is they all seem very plausible. I'm leaning towards story number two, though. Mm-hmm. While it seems mm-hmm. very Disney-ish, I'm just going through my head and some of the things they have on Disney+. Plus. I believe they recently released Pam and Tommy mm-hmm. about the release of Pam Anderson's sex tape, which if they have that on their platform would be very hypocritical of them. Well, believable to point out Deadpool's themes and... I thought it was the, the comment about the almond lattes that upset you. <laughs> I mean, I could, I could see Ryan Reynolds saying that and Daddy Disney, but... <laughs> yeah, definitely. Like, Well, um, to be fair, the video meant, went more like working with uh, Marvel and Fige has been just amazing, but the art, uh, almond lattes here are just heavenly. And Daddy Disney, oh boy, oh boy, did they not like my potty mouth. <laughs> Did that well. <laughs> I was um. I'm leaning towards number two as well. I don't know why. That mm. seems like the most believable story of them all. I don't. <laughs> I don't know mm. why. But uh, like Dan said, like obviously there's uh, some adult content yeah. on Disney Plus. Maybe with the Marvel brand though, they they could be a bit more protective because it is so successful. It is probably their most successful brand mm. that they have, even over Star Wars and their originals. Yeah. But I don't know. So I think in? I think it might be like the bit in the back of your head where it's like, oh, look, that's too believable. <laughs> Tom must be bluffing <laughs> us. <laughs> oh, bloody hell. Well. Yeah. And also, I got no mm. idea about the airlines. He could have. I got no idea. Mm. Um, so I, I, will, I will lock in number two. Um, I'm not very Both confident. In number two. Hedging your bets there. You're hedging your bet there, Dan. You bloody both got it right, you bunch of oh. legends. Oh. <laughs> Look at that! Oh, we cracked yeah. it. Well, that was really well done, so, Tom. You, you're just lucky you. we um. Well, you're, well, you're unlucky. Un- but, you know. You're unlucky that we're just very uh, untrusting. You or guys just, know what's up. Yeah, we must. I don't know. I, well, I definitely don't actually. But well, just unlucky that I have a Disney Plus subscription that I gave to Drew. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that's right. So what's the what's the update on Deadpool three? By the way, I've got no idea. Is there any, is there an update? Is it happening? Honestly, I've got no idea. I just wrote that down because I'm like, oh, that'll fit in. You know, it's all Reynolds yeah. related. No, that was re- that was really well done, Tom. It's kind of a shame you actually oh. <laughs> we got you, but <laughs> I mean, I'm glad. I'm glad you see through the bullshit every now and then. Yeah, you got it. I think that it's I think that it's wrapped filming from what I read last, but it they are going through issues with Disney and the 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 filming in general being like. Mm, I don't know if we want this the way like it is. What, so, so, so it is true? Or? It, it's, <laughs> He's just giving us yes three, and three no. true stories. <laughs> yes and no. I think there's been disputes in between um, Reynolds and Disney, but nothing that I've written here is true. He, he made 
on the record, he made no comment about almond lattes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I think from what I did read, he he did enjoy working with Marvel because it's like it's a big boost. He didn't have to fund everything. Um, you know, it's they've got people there that will do think that do things for him rather than him have to take the charge on everything. Mm. Yeah. But excellent. I don't know. No, well done, Tom. Well done. We still got you though, you bastard. Bless you. You did. You <laughs> bloody cheeky mongrels. <laughs> oh, all right, guys. Here all right. Our favourite part of the night. <laughs> oh, fuck. When, when we get to see Daddy Drew. When I stumble. Sink into his chair. Yeah. So what do we got here? So we got story number one. Vasectomies on the rise amongst young, childless men. Story number two. 18-year-old gets vasectomy after fathering three children. And story number three, vasectomy rates suggest it's not likely that men would take birth control pills, a birth control pill. So the theme is vasectomies. Um, I did not get a vasectomy <laughs> this got week. something on your mind, Drew. No, I did not get a vasectomy, <laughs> yeah. and I'm not going to get one anytime soon. But um, that's, uh, that's what came to mind for the theme <laughs> for this week for some reason. But maybe it was on the mind. Maybe, I, who knows? My balls aren't swollen, so I didn't get one by accident anyway. <laughs> well, reading into the subtext of this this furfy bracket. Mm. Goes well with my <laughs> medical story, mayhem stories from earlier. I think, uh, like, the original story, like, the theme I wanted to go with was, like, um, was basically kids, but then it turned into not having kids. <laughs> <laughs> Don't know what happened there. So, I'll give you a bit more information. I'll read the, the first bit of the stories. So, story number one, vasectomies on the rise amongst young, childless men. When Matthew Rodder got a vasectomy at 21, he had already been trying unsuccessfully to have the procedure for years. Quote, initially, I attempted to do it when I was 18 years old, but obviously I got turned down. Uh, Matthew told Insight. They told, oh, sorry, they said, come back when you're 25 after looking on Reddit. It seemed that the general pattern was that you get consistently told every time to go back to come back when you're older. Uh, even though the legal age in Australia to get a vasectomy is 18, historically the profession has been the profession uh, has been reluctant to operate on people under 30, according to Dr. Justin Lowe, one of Australia's leading vasectomy doctors. This is because there are several studies that show a high rate of regret and reversal at this age group is up to 12.5 times higher than those over 30. So yeah, it's um. I brought this one up because it's just like a really weird story of like basically kids at an at an age where they got no idea what they want to do for the rest of their lives make a real serious decision where it could really mm. impact them and a potential partner in the future because when you're 18 you probably you know especially men there's like oh, I just want to get around and fucking fuck everything you know just whatever you need to do but <laughs> you might be 30 and you've got a completely different partner and she wants kids and you're like well I got it I got it tied off, which was a, mm. I don't know, just seems a bit Imagine scary and a bit stupid. Australia's leading vasectomy expert. Yeah. <laughs> there's a there's a feather in your LinkedIn cap. I mean. <laughs> just just uh, put it on the face. Let's get Facebook real for account. a minute. Yep. I'm a product of bad vasectomies gone wrong. Oh, really? You, uh, you escaped My the prison. My dad had the procedure. Yeah, that's right. He had the procedure. Wow. I was like, oh, sweet. Here we go, ladies and gentlemen. It's, you know, free shooting from here on out at the goals. 
And uh, bada boom, bada bing, your buddy boy here, champion swinger, swimmer Ian Thorpe, made it through. <laughs> wow, that's awesome. Well done, Tom. You mm. s- good swimming boy. And uh, apparently, he, my dad, obviously, was uh, a little bit like, hang on, I paid you how much money for you to do the wrong thing? Get back in here and, you know, bring your sewing kit back and fix me. Yeah, well, just like one of Dan's stories, I guess, instead of tying off his dick, he might have tied off his arsehole or something instead. Just, <laughs> That's right. Just really muck just things up. up his intestine. <laughs> Sorry, I got the wrong tube. <laughs> at, least, at least he didn't die. That's all I'm saying. It's like, I tie, tied up the wrong tube. Well, what tube did you tie up then? It's like, I don't know. And to this day, he's got no idea. He's like, oh, well. His, che- his cheeks are just really bloated. <laughs> just storing everything in there like a squirrel <laughs> and its cheeks carrying the nuts uh, oh well that's that's good for posture at least you got something to lean against cushioning yeah absolutely you can never have too much you can't uh, alright story number two was 18 uh, year old gets vasectomy after already fathering three children 18 year old Brad is recovering from surgery that it had on March 30th uh, lying on his parents' couch with a bag of ice and some Panadine Fort. Brad says he's excited to be pumping rubber-free and shooting blanks after already <laughs> fa- fathering two daughters and one son on the way within the last 18 months to two different partners. While doctors hesitate to offer this procedure to such young men, um, the, uh, the Melbourne doctor decided to take an exception for Brad after his refusal to... "Quote glove up," which is a which is a term I hadn't heard for a, for a while until I was working with someone who's in their twenty well early twenties and they refer to it as a glove up. I'm like, well, don't know, don't put a glove on it. That's Good something. lord! So yeah, there, there is some terms I haven't heard there for a long time, and boy, I hope that's a real story. I hope that Brad has a mullet and is like a solid VB drinker. It sounds like he is. Because that would trip just, out to the V8. It would, it would complete the image in my mind. It's definitely the image I've got. got. Filthy moustache. Just pumping rubber free. Let's go. <laughs> and he's, oh, he's always wearing a Bond, Bond singlet. Nothing else, oh, even mate. if it's below 10 degrees. Mate, it can't be called a wife beater if I'm not married. <laughs> it's just a woman beater. And, you know, woman beaters, they're gay. I wouldn't wear them. Ugh. Yeah, I only beat men off. <laughs> well, obviously not. He's, he's got he's got a few women pregnant. Uh, I mean, opportunist maybe. I don't know. <laughs> and uh, story number three, vasectomy rates suggest it's not likely that men would take a birth control pill. After decades of research and numerous failures, there is a new hope of a male oral uh, contraceptive. A non-hormonal pill tested in mice was 99 uh, effective in presenting, uh, preventing pregnancies and ex- is uh, expected to start a human trial by the end of the year. The pill won't be available for human use for years, but it revives hopes of a better balance in sharing the compensative uh, burden. I don't know why that was <coughs> so hard to get out. Maybe he's had too much of this uh, cracking, half of it. Got him. Maybe. White girl wasted. Um, only a couple of years ago, a likely effective hormono- <laughs> hormonal contraception pill was found to have side effects that men found excessive, although they didn't seem disfamiliar from those current associated with female uh, hormonal contraception, uh, including weight gain, depression, lower 
blah, blah, sexual desire, et cetera, et cetera. The new pill is expected to have fewer side effects, but still presents a fundamental issue with the male birth control. Men might not take the pill regularly because they aren't, invest, aren't as invested as a woman in contraception. And uh, we'll end the article there, which is kind of fair enough. Like I know that like if I was just, uh, you know, getting around as such, I'd be, I'd be smacking those pills down, but I'm sure a lot of boys mm-hmm. would just be like, oh, just uh, don't worry about it. Not my problem because that's, that's a real shit sort of mindset to have, but. I'm sure a lot of people have yeah. it. I don't know. That that to me couldn't be further from the truth. I reckon the young males would be like, if there is something that I can chew on in the morning on on Buddy Smoko Monday <laughs> morning, I'll bloody take that pill and then there's absolutely no pressure on me to cover anything when I sleep my way through my 20s. Mm. Yeah, that's there's a- something for old mate Brad so he doesn't have to glove up. Mate, Brad would be... <laughs> Mate, he'd be pumping rubber free and he'd be chewing them things down like they were Tic <laughs> What you got there, mate? I just got some uh, KFC uh, b- burger burger meal and I'm just uh, you know, smacking down some Tic Tacs and some uh, contraceptive pills because I respect, my, I, I respect women. <laughs> That's right. I don't want to blow up a woman's stomach, you know. I've got lots of things to do in my 20s. Uh, There's KFC. two things I respect in this world, the colonel and contraception. <laughs> The contraception colonel, eh? <laughs> and his mullet. Mm, delicious Those are mullet. his three true loves. Mm, mm. Mm. Well, I'm, boys. I'm sticking to my guns here on number three. Okay. Yeah, I think I'm also going to go story number three because I thought I saw something saying a significant percentage of men would take one, though I could just be making that up. Mm. But my gut is telling me number three. I was tempted by story number two, but I'm going to stay with my gut and also go number three. All right. She's locked in. And the answer is... Uh, <gasps> it was number two, boys. The furphy was number two. Oh. <laughs> I should have, got, should have gone with the temptress. Oh. And, and uh, earlier I was barfing Lucas and I hadn't come up with my furphy yet. I'm like, Chantel, uh, write me a furphy. So this was Chantel's furphy. Oh, damn. So she's, she's well the one done. who put all that lingo in there. <laughs> the mastermind. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> glove up, right. glove and, uh, up, and, and pump and rubber. That's the name of this episode. <laughs> yeah, and she and just just for uh, you know a bit of context out there. No, I've never been told to glove up or pump rubber free <laughs> <laughs> or pump it away. <laughs> pump I'm away. almost disappointed that you haven't been. All right? <laughs> imagine, That's all I'm saying. Could you imagine a journalist coming over or is like writing like a story about? It? It's like, yeah, I just want to fucking pump rubber free. I'm just sick of all this fucking shit. Just it feels good. I just want to fucking fuck. <laughs> I just want to get in there. Blah, blah, blah. I, just, I just love bloody women. Oh, I just rolling in them like a like a bad smell. Oh, just giving it. A, oh God, <laughs> I've got three kids. I feel like I love we've them. learned more about you from this brief conversation than we have in a long time. Yeah. Okay. Well, what have you learned about me? I don't know. That it's just a lot. It's. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna have to go home and have a really solid think about all the things I've heard tonight. Reevaluate my life. I know. I just had a kid, so you can you can put that into the perspective as well. This is true. Pump and rubber free. <laughs> whatever you need. <laughs> <laughs> whatever we need to. <laughs> whatever whatever visualization you uh, you have of. Uh, of me while listening or talking to me on the show. It's whatever it's it is. It's nothing but you surrounded by like these little cherubs with bows. Just, I'm a, you know. 
Imagine just pumping like Valentine's it's, it's, it's like some dance Ooh, where you're just like putting your fist against above your head and you're just going doosh doosh doosh. Like uh um what's that song? Like Amari Yo He Amari Yo Ho Amari Yo Ho The the Oh, what is it? I don't it? know, but can you please keep singing it till we figure it out? <laughs> it's, it's from the early two thousands. Um it was, it's from a game. The the game Zuma. The Zuma thing. It's from, it's from Mitchell's vs. the Machines. The <laughs> Netflix movie from last right. year. Uh, I used to listen to it's, it all the it's time. It's from Zuma, but Rihanna sampled it in one of her songs. Yeah, she did. She did. Yeah, I've completely forgot. It was on yeah. my iPod when I was a kid. I'm going to be... This was to all the time. <laughs> I'm going to have a wee back, but it's not because my child's crying. It's because I need a wee. It's because of your right balls back. crying. Yeah. It's because I need to go pump rubber <laughs> free blokes. <laughs> crying. All right. Well, while Tom just uh, has a, a break to pump rubber free <laughs> in the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I don't know why that's broken me so much. It's just where you said it when I was trying to stretch for anyone listening along. No, just, <laughs> just, uh, look, I'm always bringing. I seem to be bringing like the real gross stories, don't I? Just, it just gets everyone cringing a bit. See, here's me with surgeon amputating wrong leg and nurse stealing dead patient's bank card, and somehow not the grimmest stories of the day. <laughs> Yeah, because like for everyone that's uh, at home, uh, Dan puts these stories together, and he's, he's he's literally making a portfolio of his stories. So he 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 actually can't. I don't think. I don't think he'll ever do this because he actually wants to show someone eventually. Um, he can't just do like a story like man um, sits on dick, um, dick <laughs> rises or something. You know, he. I mean, I did do <laughs> man eat shit at championship parade. <laughs> Yeah, but it's 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 not so it's not so crude, is it? Will you ever do a real crude one, or is it just not you? I don't think it's, don't think it's me. Yeah, no, it's, it's not, just not me. It's not a it's not a Dan. I'd rather think of something that sounds ridiculous to go with my other two ridiculous mm. stories. Yeah, which just with like how at like how like um you know gross mine was. I'm surprised none of you guys picked it. I didn't expect you to go for the last one. I was I was thinking about it. Mm. I was tempted, but I saw saw a fake story somewhere that. Stayed my hand. Mm. Yeah, well, I'm glad that that I won won the episode. You did. You are the winner of Furfies today. That's what I've learnt. I've got a, a little uh, imaginary trophy. And Tom, welcome back. How how, how did you pump, my friend? <sighs> it was. I yeah. Yep. I, I did. I did exactly <laughs> that. <laughs> rubber free, rubber free. Rubber no free. parabens involved here. You didn't put a rubber on for um doing a pee. <laughs> yeah, it'd be weird. It'd be like a very strange, warm water balloon. Mm. No, you're not wrong. All right, so let's let's Ugh. let's move into the things that uh, that we learned during this episode. Um, you know, as uh, as every good show comes to a close, it's only good if we learned something. We got some educational value out of it. So, Dan, what did you learn this episode of Crack and Furfies? Oh, that. Oh, what didn't I learn? Honestly, <laughs> I learned some new phrases. I learned some new sayings. Oh boy! <laughs> learned never to trust anything Chantel writes ever again. Yeah, that's a good one. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I learned that Chantel has some lingo that I never thought would have come out of her pen or mouth. <laughs> but I feel like she channeled it through you well. Yeah, she did. I also, learned Ryan Ryan Reynolds is not a safe bet when it comes to writing furfies. And I not trust learned, Austrian surgeons. That's right. Never go to Europe for any medical-related um, operations. Just no. go to Thailand instead. 
That's right. Cheap dental. Um, cheap dental. Cheap cosmetic. Well, I'm just glad that, Tom, that your dad went to Europe to get a vasectomy because otherwise <laughs> you wouldn't be sitting here with us today. You, you wouldn't have escaped no, no. the hatches of the, the closed-up tube. You would have just been banging against those stitching. Mate, I was like Tom Clancy. There was no way anyone was keeping me locked up. I was, I was out of there. <laughs> Splinter cell. <laughs> just a great sperm dini. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Fucking sperm dini. All right. <laughs> All right, boys. Thank you very much for joining me here on Crack and Furfies. It was an absolute blast talking with you here again, even though with a, a few technical difficulties. Once again, but uh, it's all good. doesn't matter too much. The world is still rotating. I, I blame Bruce, Bruce still has one more contingency up his sleeve in case things break. So We do, yeah. That's right. We've got a couple of things. Not too many more things, though. If the power goes out, things then we're fucked. can't fight. keep breaking. We'll get, go through them all. We, we are. All right, guys. Thank you very much for listening, and we'll join you once again next week at the bar. But until then, catch you later. Who's right. going not to have a vasectomy? He wrote <laughs> all his stories. <laughs> all right, Tom, and this is where you can bag Ash. Oh. And Ash is not here, so he's a bit shit, <laughs> even though he's got a pretty good reason. I guess we'll accept it. I mean, why do we even have Ash on this podcast? I'd much rather we had Mason Redmond. He's a lot better looking. <laughs> hey, Mason. Mason. Look, we know you've got a game against um, Melbourne this, this week. But you know what? I need you to tell Truck Rutten that you can't play. you got a podcast record. Yeah, man. Honestly, it's a much better call-out than playing for an AFL team. Um, obviously, the, the you might take a bit of a pay cut. But you know what? I think we can satisfy all your other needs. It's, it's for the love of the pod. Mm. I don't know. Dan might be a bit offended, though. Big Crows fan. He'd be like, no, we can't have that. And he was just He'll just be spitting at him and not even listen to him. Uh, listening to him talk and just being rude and obnoxious just I don't know yeah, if I could deal with that reading his, he'll be just reading his stories him. out and I'll just be booing <laughs> boo boo <laughs> did you see that ref he just said and book boo. him and boo and. striking and I, I was saying boo earns I also was saying boo earns but Let's get back to the crux of the story. Fucking Ash. (laughs) This motherfucker. This beautiful, blonde-haired, blue-eyed, money-making motherfucker. But he goes out to the the bar again. Gets a a hint of responsibility and he just... No more more time for the podcast. He's got a mind to run. How dare you be (laughs) responsible and work hard, you fuck. Well, no, it dare was, you try and move ahead in life? It, look, boys, it wasn't even him working. He was going out to another bar with other friends. He just dogged us for a, another occasion. You mean just, he has other friends other than us? Look, I know. Pumping free. I know. Pumping rubber free with the rest of the boys in the mine. <laughs> Jesus. Jesus Louise. No, Mate, <laughs> what happens in Mekathara stays in Mekathara. <laughs> I didn't even know there was a, a bar there. Apparently there is. Maybe just a, a rock. It's the wrong bar. Well, you wouldn't have anything else to do if there was no beer there, so you would have to do something, which is just drinking. Yeah. Pub with no queers. 
<laughs> oh well, we love you, Ash. We'll see you uh, next week, my friend. Speak for yourself. Or, or maybe he, he also said he was out next week, so that's oh, yeah. right. Well, we won't see him next week. Well, He's booked will out. we ever see him again? Don't know. Are we ever going to see his face again? Find Tune in next way. week to find out if we actually do ever get Ash back again. Mm. But, I mean, we'll not next week. Capture a wild goose. Kraken Furfies is lovingly crafted and recorded in the southeast of South Australia. The show is produced and hosted by me, Drew Agnew, and my co-hosts are Ash Wallace, Daniel Treadray, and Thomas McRobert. If you enjoy my work here as well as on my other podcasts, The House of Mario, Encore at The House of Mario, and A Drew Story, help spread the word by sharing us with a mate or leaving a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. If you would like to show further support and help me achieve my goal of freeing up one working day a week to spend more time refining and creating podcasts, please consider checking out patreon.com slash idruby where for only $1, you get access to my secret recordings where I share everything behind the scenes. A big thank you to the legend DJ for supporting the content at the podcast producer level on Patreon. From the bottom of my heart, thank you.